Hello and welcome back to the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral. I am your Blasphemous Pope Harry and this is sermon number 55, No One Is Coming to Save You, part 32. And uh, this one is titled Alpha Nuts. I just want to say this uh, uh, to the ladies here. Uh, This is a lot of useful information if you are dealing with a guy who happens to be going gaga for uh, any of these influencers or what have you that are very concentrated on that alpha male or top G or high value, high status male mindset people. If you have one of these in your lives, I would take some notes so that you can explain to them exactly how wrong they are. And gentlemen, if you are one of these people and you are listening, I really do not take this, don't take this in a um, context of maliciousness, take this into a context of constructive criticism, because uh, there is a lot of wrong involved in the whole idea of alpha males and the idea of uh, pecking orders, and it needs to be discussed in an open and intelligent manner. And unfortunately, if you're going to media influencers and the like, you're not getting that type of conversation. What you're getting is, you want this because I have all this great stuff and I am one of these. And that is not generally the case. Peacocking is not usually an indication that someone has their shit together. It is an indication that they want everyone to think they have their shit together so that they can capitalize on those who are vulnerable that don't have their shit together and able to financially reward themselves. We have to remember we live in a society that has a very large currency to uh, online attention. And what that means is uh, people have monetized their online attention. So saying things that get them attention online, saying things that get you to buy their book, uh, all translates into um, secondary monetary income. Uh, this, this coming from uh, ad revenues, this coming from sponsorships, they get free stuff from people because they're loud, they get a lot of attention and therefore companies are willing to give them money. Uh, So, without further ado, let us begin. Uh, The idea of the alpha. The idea of the alpha uh, starts a very long time ago, but there are some few notable moments, and I'm going to sort of work backwards from now, and then come back to now. Um, Primarily, I want to discuss the wall. The wall is a primate... primatologist, I believe is what it's called. He studies primates, studies primate social orders, uh, physiology, um, all of these types of things. And he had wrote a book in 1982 called Chimpanzee Politics, where he discussed what he saw in chimpanzees as far as um, how they socially integrate with one another or socially interact with one another. Uh, The Hierarchical, hierarchical relationships in uh, primate social organizations um, uh, that he had, uh, what's the best way to put this, that he had witnessed 
uh, or interpreted from what he saw, uh, were similar to what you see influencers talking about today. And truly, it's part of what has influenced these influencers of today, uh, along with some other things that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, he also posited that this could be transferable to human interaction in, in society. And this, uh, this whole notion basically took fire in, in the 90s. Now, he's not the person who came up with the idea of alphas. The, the idea of alphas, again, is a very old idea. Just uh, 30-ish years, maybe maybe 35 years prior to that. Um, let me see. Uh, Schechter, Schneck, Schenkel uh, and Mech, that was uh, in the 40s and in the 70s, all the way up to 1999. So I guess, yeah. Sim- somewhat contemporary to DeWall. Um, Schenkel did a, a, a study based on wolves in captivity in 1947 where he was witnessing things like what they discussed with alpha males. Now, this, uh, this was in captivity, and it's very important to understand that it was in captivity. So you were taking males from, from different packs and sticking them together. And this is what they were seeing. They were seeing that males were constantly fighting, that there was uh, a hierarchy. There was a male that wasn't allowing other males to eat. There was a male that wasn't allowing other males to mate. Uh, And this is, again, in captivity outside of a wild situation. Uh, The the work that Mech did, uh, or Mech, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. It's a seen, not heard name for me. said uh this is this is non-transferable to wild um wolf organization um wolf packs in the wild are not a random group of wolves that are working together they are all related they are all the sons and daughters as it were of the 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 leader, the alpha wolves, the alpha male, the alpha female. And what that generally means is that every single wolf aside those two are brother and sister. And there is no mating competition between them because, well, they're brother and sister. And even animals that are not quote unquote intelligent like humans understand that having sex with your uh, having children with your brothers and sisters is not uh, a sustainable genetic plan. So what would happen was uh, mature wolves, uh, when they're when they feel that they're ready to leave or they feel that they need they have the need to mate, will actually leave the pack and search for a mate, find said mate, and then make a pack of their own. So the dominance that you see with um, within a wolf pack in the wild is parents with their children. You know, they eat first because they are the they are the primary gatherers of food, the hunters of food, and then they divvy out resources to their children based on their their internal expectation of survivability. Um, so this doesn't really translate well to humans in society. It does translate very well to humans in a home situation where you have two parents. And your parents are doing all of the, the work to make sure that the children survive. Uh, so 
the the children then eventually want to mate. They don't mate inside of their family unless it's of course we're talking about Alabama or Kentucky or something like that. And they go out into the world and they go find their own and they make their own family, which would be analogous to a pack. Um, in which case, then they become the leader, and their children become the the subordinates in that situation. Now, there are very rare occurrences prior to the 1947 study of the term alpha in used uh, used in um, uh, what do they call ethology, non-human ethology. Uh, so. It, it can be found, but it is very rare, and it's usually uh, in reference to to wolves. Though there is a a hen study, a chicken study, which is where the term pecking order actually comes from,、uh, which doesn't involve the roosters at all.、Um, I forget the guy who did the study, and I believe it was a guy with a really Swedish name. So I am not even going to try to pronounce it, even if I、uh, were to bring it up here. I'm just—it's—I'm、uh, not—I'm not going to do that to myself. I'm not going to do that to you guys. If you look up the term "pecking order" and find out where it was founded, you're going to find this guy's name, and it's a whole bunch of gobbledygook fucking letters. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Um, so um, prior to to any type of Correlation to humanity that was ever made, the the term alpha beta was used only in non-human ethology. That that it was a matter of、uh, surviving on instinct and surviving in a world where you don't actively understand anything. You know,、uh, a, a wolf doesn't generally have understanding of the way the world works. They just Respond to the stimulus that they're given.、Uh, they don't. They they can plan ahead for. Oh, it's getting colder. We need to fatten up to survive through the winter. But they don't really plan ten years in the future when they're going to retire, or when when the cubs are going to be old enough to leave, and which ones are going to leave, and which ones are going to stay. You know, they they don't plan for that type of stuff. It's just stuff that happens, and then they react to it. <clears throat> Now, um. When we're talking about、uh, historical precedent of this term, we do have to understand that science and the the study of interaction has come a very long way since in the last hundred and what forty fifty years. You know, so <laughs> we do have to understand that、uh, some of the things that they, some of the discoveries that they made are dismissed now, and and that's just the reality of it. Um, so let's fast forward now to more current times: the 1990s,、um, the the age of the internet, and today.、Um, post uh, post uh, what we'll call、um, Mac and and the Wall, we have、uh, Naomi Wolf actually making a public statement when she was working for Al Gore in the early 90s that.、Um, If she, if he wanted to be taken seriously in the presidential race, he would have to not be a beta male,、uh, and this is drawn directly from the the really bad assumptions、uh, made by the wall and the ignoring the the caveat that that Mech had made about humans and the transfer transferability from. Of of social cues from animals from eth animal ethology to human society,、um, 
we also have uh, books written uh, by you know the book the game that was written uh, I forget the guy who named who, who wrote that book uh, uh, do I do I have it easily no I don't have it easily uh, available to me so I'm not going to even bother mentioning the guy's name but he was a pickup artist back in the early 2000s I believe the book the game came out in like 2005 and was a bestseller because it was about picking up women and all of these people were trying all of these things and does it foreshadow the kind of world we live in today almost so I want to say that he has managed this person has managed to do some damage to western civilization or civilization in total by his uh, uh, by his book and you know the guy made a ton of money and that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning is that you know people found a way to monetize the gullible in respect to this subject and then we have our current day media influencers now current day media influencers have got to be the most batshit insane way of making any type of life choices that i could i could even fathom you have these people that uh, we we have information available oh they're taking pictures on a set saying oh this is what i'm doing that is what i'm doing they 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 make their money based on likes and attention, selling ad space, uh, promoting products that it doesn't matter if they use them or not. They're doing a video with them, either using them or showing them off or saying, oh, yeah, I use this all the time and it's great. And, and that's all it really takes. And they get themselves a bundle of money and then use that money to build a fake life around themselves that they peacock they 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 literally peacock they show off oh look at me i can go to here and i can go to there and they they basically aren't really going anywhere it's just it's just made up stuff it's pictures on the internet um and this isn't true for all of them but it is true for a lot of them um there are there are some that they do have um a measure of wealth that measure of wealth usually does come from their parents um, that is a, that is another common theme amongst a lot of influencers. They go, oh, well, you don't need money. You can just pick up and travel when uh, mommy and daddy's money is paying for their living expenses, their travel expenses, their, their passports, their gas for their car, everything. So <clears throat> the, the reality is, the cut and dry reality is that the whole idea of alpha, the whole idea of the top G, the whole idea of, of uh, beta, sigma, omega, delta, all of this shit that people are assigning to human culture, the human social interactions, that is not actually real. That's not how any of this works. Um, years ago, I used to tell people um, none of that stuff would work, you know, meaning, you know, dominance, what have you, uh, because humans have left the evolutionary chain humans no longer have um, natural processes that force them to evolve all right the, the perfect example of this is anyone can get uh an opportunity to mate in in this world uh 
Uh, and I know that there are going to be some incels that maybe possibly are listening to this going, no, they don't choose me because I'm not alpha or because my fucking eye placement is weird or I don't whatever fucking excuse everybody has for these fucking things. But the reality is, is that if you're just such an unlikable cunt that nobody wants to fuck you, that's your problem. That is not a, a evolutionary drive. If it, in any way, it's an evolutionary drive, it's a personal learning experience to tell you to be a better person. Uh, and and that's a fact. The, the fact of the matter is, is if you look across the internet, you will see some of the most, you, according to your personal taste, people who are very undesirable physically or don't have their shit together, they are still having kids. They are still um, in relationships. It's not, it's not, there's there's not some blanket conspiracy to keep you from getting fucked you're just getting in your own way and that's just the way it is you know if you if you take five minutes to understand that you're the problem and not the problem is society as a whole you will find that you can you too can find your way into a relationship a family and what have you there are literally teams of women all over my social media looking for dudes who want to who want to get their shit together, get acreage of land, raise a fucking family, homeschool the children, and basically drop off the off the off the grid. So there's really literally no reason why, if you're willing to get your shit together, that you that you're single or that you're not fulfilling your your romantic dreams. Uh, there's no conspiracy against you you're just you just suck and 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 that's okay it's okay to suck it's it's fine but you have to understand that maybe it is you that sucks and maybe it's you that has to do something about that to be better okay it's not an alpha thing it's not a beta thing it's not a delta gamma sigma omega thing it's you personally might not be the best you that you could be and you have to understand that and you have to do that inner work maybe that inner work involves how you think maybe that inner work is uh your discipline to get yourself into some sort of reasonable shape that is not round though i do have to say there are plenty of round people who have you know meaningful relationships children families and what have you so that's not necessarily a a giveaway you can't do it because you're a fat ass it's you know the fact is is that if you want to increase your chances you want to be aesthetically pleasing as well and take it from me i am not a, a an amazing looking guy i am not model material you don't see me walking down the fucking catwalk but i do what i can to improve myself and for some strange reason women who are prettier than i think i can i should be able to pull i pull so i i don't i don't know what to tell you you know, and, and that's, that's just the way it is. It's sometimes you have to look at yourself and go, am I the problem? And if I am the problem, what can I do to make it so that I'm not the problem getting in the way of my own goals? So there is an, a measure of accountability that has to go with breaking away from this mindset. You have to take responsibility for your part in your own misery and make the active choice to try to fix that. Okay, and I understand that there's sometimes there's, there's things that are outside of your control, whether it's you have mental illness that, that just can't be treated or, or you, 
you you're missing an arm or but there are ways around all of these things we live in a world of technology there is a way around every single thing you should find your way around find what works for you do better for yourself and then those goals will come now where the whole idea of alphas goes wrong um where I talked about wolves failing. Wolves um their their social structure in the wild is not social. It's familial. You do not move social structures, you just create your own. Okay? And what I mean by this is that you it, if you are daddy wolf and mommy wolf, okay? All of the other wolves are your children wolves. Now, they may play compete with each other, but generally speaking, Mommy wolf and daddy wolf are the the determinants of who eats when, uh who gets who gets what attention. And that's it. Okay? This is it is a non-competitive environment. Uh even uh uh Mech who had uh gained the confidence of wild wolves enough to study them closely had noted that there there's a lot of rough play between between children. but none of that is in competition for food it is in preparation for you are going to eventually be leaving the pack and making your own pack and you are going to have to be the protector of said pack as the mother or the father now, i'm not saying that only the father only male wolves protect the pack it's it's a joint effort um and the other thing that the whole comparing to wolves doesn't really add up is that there are duties involved in being the alpha wolf of your own pack. There are things that you have to do in service to your pack. You know, it's not I'm king shit and everybody serves me like how people treat alpha humans. You know, that's that's not what it's like at all. The the alpha wolf is a nurse is a food provider is a protection provider make sure that the pack stays together and and therefore can't be out predatored by a larger predator because we have to remember wolves live in the same places that bears do and bears outweigh them by a lot bears can eat can and do eat wolves when they when the opportunity arises so we we have to understand that there are duties involved in being the leader that it is a responsibility to your group to your pack to your in group to be the leader and it's the same thing with human families if you if you look at it, a traditional human family you have a mother you have a father they are leading the family there are duties that 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 couple has to their children you know you have these children you're raising these children you have signed on for a positive obligation to make sure that your children are fed are protected are clothed um and and have at least enough education to survive on their own for when they break out on their own right so so we have to understand that that it is similar in in the case of like a traditional family uh, a a a mother father uh children based family but it is it it falls away when we consider the term alpha and how it's used in colloquially in english Um I don't know about other cultures but in America and English this is how it's used. Now the other thing to remember is 
the difference between wild and captive. The the competition is forced by forced interaction, and I think that is the subliminal thing being said by all of these alpha males. Is that we are forced into a position of being con- competitive with one another for attention, for resources, for this, for that, when we don't really necessarily need to be. We can. We can work together. We can move past things, and I think the last few weeks, things I'm talking about, men working together, not being competitive over resources, but being competitive over improvement.、Um, and we also have to understand that、uh, in captivity, there is no requirements. There's no need for the alpha wolves, the male or female, to be. A, a protector because they're protected by a cage. They don't have to be a provider because they're provided by handlers. So, so this inward competition is just a matter of who gets to eat first from the hand that's feeding them, because the alpha position is then taken away from the wolves by the human handlers.、And、the humans are the considered the alpha wolves to this to this pack of wolves that are not related to one another because they're the ones feeding them, and then they're not doing their duty to make sure that. One can see.、Um, now, when we talk about primates, I'm going to try to wrap this up with this.、Uh, maybe I'll continue this next week, or maybe I'll just wrap it all together in a nice little package for you guys. But we we have social versus solitary with primates.、Um, when we consider primate hierarchy, the thing that Dewal mentions, and he is very clear to mention this, is that the chimpanzees. Hierarchy is not based on I'm the biggest, I'm the strongest. It's I have the largest group of friends that is going to imp- imp-、uh, the, that is going to、uh, force my will upon the rest of the troop, and that's important to understand. It is a dominance of a small group over the larger group because the small group has the. More fit competitors, and what ends up happening there is you have that small group is the only one that gets to mate. Now, most get to eat, but that's the only ones that get to mate and pass their genes on to the next generation.、Um, but you have to under, also understand that these are extra familial bonds because when troops of of chimpanzees run into each other, the males will literally murder every other male, take all of the females. So. Uh, there is mixed familial relationships. You know, they're they're not necessarily everybody's related, and then they break off. It's well, well, we just murdered all the males from the other ones and took their females, and then, you know, we're we're now breeding with them too to extend our family a little bit larger, and therefore interbreeding can happen. Yay, Kentucky, I guess. Now. There are parallels and there are perpendiculars here, and it's it just makes it mildly relevant to humans in a sense that they can do this type of organization without、um, physical competition. Now, is there physical? Yes, there's physical confrontation with primates all the time. They are not nice things. Just going to let you know, it's not it's not shiny, happy. Primate village. It's a violent world to live in, but they can do these things without physical confrontation, and or or without physical competition. The confrontation just being a standoff, and that parallels human civilization. However, 
when it does get violent, we're talking about like genocide, and it happens very often with primates. It's not as often with humans, though. It is disturbing about how many times humans will do that. Now, I'm going to leave you with that. This is the information that you really need to understand that humans, anyone who's saying alpha human, top G,、uh, beta male, beta female, alpha female. Whoever saying that, they need to stop because it's not relevant to the human experience, and it encourages people who make money off of weak people, who need better guidance. And if you wish to have a better population, you need to weed out the people who are taking advantage of the weak, and give the people who are the weak. Uh, access to someone who is going to help them become the better person for themselves.、Um, this is not a bid for being in that position, but I don't see very many other people talking about this. So maybe it is. With that being said,、uh, I want to take care of these housekeeping notes at the end, as I've been doing, and I think I, I'm doing it right this time. So. Uh, Friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast. We have Real Liberty Media at reallibertymedia.com. Donovan Meter, Moose Girl, and Amy Lynn Russell,、uh, who are working on a podcast project that will be appearing here potentially on、uh, Spotify for podcasters. Uh, uh, Miss uh, uh, Star O'Hara with the extremists being awesome. That's a brainstorming group. Uh, uh, An accountability group for your personal projects,、uh, Mr. Nathan Fraser, the master of the dark arts of marketing, Christy Caruana, CIA graduate with a food blog, The Salted Sicilian,、uh, Little Nugs Bunny with her podcast here on Spotify for Anchors, a wild little podcast. And、uh, if you wish to reach out, you can、uh, always find me. My links are in the description for my website, for my、uh, my Discord.、Uh, And you can always hit up my social media links in the in the social media links here. I want to thank everybody for coming. I really appreciate everybody who comes and listens. And if you have men that you feel that might be at risk, you feel free to point them in my direction. I will be happy to help.